Good morning, and thanks once again for joining me. I really appreciate you studying the Psalms with me. Well, turn with me to Psalm 114. When Israel went out from Egypt, the house of Jacob, from a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled, Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you flee? O Jordan, that you turn back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. O hills, like lambs. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a spring of water. Well, I want to begin with a question. What makes the church special? Some of you may even wonder if it is special. I think it is. But what makes it special? Is it the things we do? We've been instrumental in creating hospitals and schools and orphanages and a host of other benevolent endeavors. But if we're honest, we've also done things that, well, were not so beautiful. Well, is it the ornate buildings we worship in that makes us special? I don't think so. Is it our relationships with other believers? Well, that can be beautiful. And I cannot imagine my life without some of the relationships I've developed in the body of Christ. But those relationships can be just as broken as any other. So what is it? Well, Donald Williams in his commentary argues that it's the presence of God which makes us special. And I would agree. And it was God's presence with Israel that made them special. By grace, God chose Abraham and made a covenant with him. Generations later, Abraham's offspring were enslaved. But God was still present with them, and he brought them out of Egypt. Uh, Look at our psalm again, verses 1 and 2. When Israel went out from Egypt, the house of Jacob, from a people of strange language... Judah became his sanctuary, Israel his dominion. Israel, the house of Jacob, and Judah are all used to refer to the one nation, the Israelites. And God brought them out of Egypt for the purpose of making them his sanctuary and his dominion. Meaning he brought them out for the purpose of dwelling with them, for the purpose of being in relationship with them. And when God brought them out, amazing things happened. Verse 3 says, the sea looked and fled. This is a reference to the Red Sea being parted so the Israelites could safely pass on dry ground while Pharaoh's army drowned as they tried to cross. Also, verse 3, the Jordan was turned back. This is a reference to the Jordan being parted as the Israelites entered the promised land under Joshua. Verse 4 speaks of the mountains and hills skipping. They trembled. Uh, This seems most likely to be a reference to the earth quaking when God gave the law at Mount Sinai. But it could also refer to the conquest of the promised land uh, under Joshua's military campaigns. In verses 5 and 6, the psalmist asks, What ails you, O sea, and mountains and hills? In other words, what calls you to part and tremble. And then he answers that question in verses 7 and 8. 
Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a spring of water. Of course, rock turned into a pool of water is a reference to God providing water from rock in Israel's wilderness wanderings. But the larger point here is that it's the presence of the Lord that causes seas and rivers to part and mountains and hills to tremble. You see, when God is present, amazing things happen. Israel was special because of all the nations. God chose them and was present with them. Exodus 19, begin with verse 5, says, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. You see, by grace, Israel alone was constituted as a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, and God was present with them. Now you might say, well, that's fine and dandy, but what's the point for us? Well, the church is not a nation as such, but we are a people God has chosen by His grace. Let me read 1 Peter 2 verses 9 to 10 for you. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. What makes the church special? God's presence. God, by His grace in Jesus Christ, has chosen to make us His people. We are a royal priesthood because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. We are a dominion because Jesus rules over us as King. Despite our flaws and failures, we are God's people. And please don't think I'm excusing our flaws and failures. Being God's people should make us want to work on those all the more. But we're not special because of who we are, but because of whose we are. We're not special because of what we've done, but because of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. You see, there's nothing in me that makes me special enough to be chosen by God. There's nothing in me that makes Him love me more or less. But by His grace, and in the great mystery of God, God has chosen to make me, and many of you listening, His people. For that we are grateful. And in our gratitude, we should choose to walk in a new manner of life, in accordance with God's holy word, in a way that reflects the great grace God has given us. You know, I pray that we are so aware of God's gracious presence with us by His Holy Spirit that we cannot help but live as God's people, as a royal priesthood, a people of God's possession, a people who have received mercy. Well, let's pray together. Oh Lord, thank You 
for choosing us by your grace. There's nothing that makes us unique or better than anyone else. But you've chosen us that by believing in Christ, we might become your children. And Lord, we failed you. We have damaged your church's reputation in our communities. We have not shed a positive light on the transforming power of the gospel. And we ask that you have mercy on us and forgive us. Show us where we have caused harm and where we have hurt people. May we go to them with repentant hearts, confessing our wrong. O Lord, empower us by Your presence, by Your Holy Spirit, so that we might more fully live as Your children, children obedient to Your Holy Word. Send us out, O God, to truly be Your church. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, let's go out uh, and be the church, living in a manner worthy of our calling. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye.